If you died and I was starving to death, oh, I, would, I would totally <laughs> eat. I would totally eat. <laughs> I, you know? I would prefer. And no, but the question is, if you were both starving and he hadn't died yet, no, that's not what the that's not what the Donner Party did though. They they ate each other as they died off. Nobody killed anybody apparently. Yeah, although who really knows? Like yeah. everybody, we all agreed Jacob got died natural. Come away with me in the night. Come away with me, and I will write you a song. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Midnight Falafel. This evening we have Wheezy, Bali, Jason, Pedro, um, and yours truly, Moxie, joining us with Nathan at Nathan's Magical House for a uh, discussion of possibly veganism, possibly vegetarianism. How do we decide if we want to eat meat or not? And uh, how does that dwell into our philosophy of life? So, uh, yeah, let's go into that. Okay. If you look at our ancestors, like many, many years ago, before we became farmers, all we ate they just was, ate it raw. was meat. And it was raw, you know? Um, you know, nowadays, like, you get sick from eating meat. And it was like, but we, yeah. we evolved from that. You know, we evolved mm-hmm. from eating meat. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it's just... Well, that's the thing. That's the argument that I always have with vegans, is that I believe that we are naturally omnivores. But they, you know, some vegans argue with me and say that, that no, that we, yeah. we evolved from, from herbivores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well the, 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 I, think, I think a very healthy way to see um, uh, vegans or, or vegetarians is like you can actually get what your body needs from mm-hmm. being vegan. Because, mm-hmm. you know, veg- veggies have uh, the same, or, you know, you can get everything that you yeah. need your body to function. So you can actually be a vegetarian and be or yeah. vegan and be actually super healthy but you really have to offset it you really have to know your, your you need to know edge, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, to yeah. get the iron and protein that you need from you know, the diet. vegan diet well yeah. there's this, this really famous uh, uh, vegan bodybuilder and he's like one of the won a bunch of prizes you know bodybuilding prizes and stuff but if and then you look at his his, his, his diet and he eats so many different things and so much like to get everything that he needs to mm-hmm. like, actually be a bodybuilder he's got a structured diet uh, but it is possible it is possible absolutely you know <clears throat> but um but I think, like denying that we are, we have we had meats in our in our diets back in the days is kind of like well you know we had diet we had diet, sure you know? absolutely and uh, but it just comes to ethic nowadays I think I mean mm-hmm. one of the things I noticed too is like I mean I'm not. I don't hate bananas, but I'm not a huge fan of them. But every now and then, I'll get a huge, huge craving for a banana, and I'm like, it must be because my body is potassium deficient. Yeah, for sure. It's my body telling me that, hey, go eat a banana because you need some mm-hmm. potassium. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I definitely have a thing with meat where, and I've always said, like jokingly, but not so jokingly, that it's my French side. Sometimes when I eat like really red meat, like I won't. I have to be really mindful of my face and the sounds that come out of my mouth. <laughs> because it sounds like uh, you know, I'm, so Yeah, I just, I get, I like connect to something like primal in me and I'm like sitting there like legit, like almost purring and like... <laughs> I make like I make no, but like and I and yeah, I just it gets really (laughs) awkward and uncomfortable if I'm not mindful of it. Okay, you're making some weird noises. Yeah, no, but but meat, no, but when it's (laughs) but when it's like meat, it's just like it's just like I just don't want to like hunt. Like I just like it's like I can feel my pupils dilating and just be like, (laughs) like I'm gonna hunt a dinosaur myself, you know, like. 
like it's so there's like a deep connection with me mm. like eating like chewing it and like the experience is very visceral i understand like the whole concept mm. of it like i'm like i'm eating flesh like this is weird but something about that also like really like excites me at a very like very deep mm. hunger level i am How also very uh-huh how often do you eat meat? I, I'm very meat. If I could eat meat more often, I probably would okay. eat more often. Yeah, no, I try to I, I try to keep it down key. But I'm also aware of like my super uber like hypocrisy in that I, for one, um, I remember for like my 16th birthday, like, oh, we're going to serve you rabbit. And I was like, ooh, we were in Paris. And it was like, I'm going to eat rabbit in Paris. Ooh, fancy. And then when they served the rabbit, it was an actual, like it was the head and you saw the oh, eyes man. and the teeth. And then I was like, I can't eat this anymore. So hypocrisy number one. Chink, you know, and then the hypocrisy number two is that I will not eat octopus. I yeah. cannot, I, I understand, I get it. I understand that, like, why not octopus and literally everything else? Like, you know, but something about octopus just, like, I just, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it would be like eating a cat to me. It just, it's so weird. Like, I see an octopus and I'm like, it's so intelligent and it does these amazing things and it's just weird mm -hmm. to me to eat it. It's like weird. The concept of it is, would I you can't, eat dolphin? I can't shake it off. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, think if I knew, I'd be like, eh. So that's, so that's Honestly, cow. Cow for me is like you serve me up cow, and I can leave every other meat. So that's a very, but cow. Good, very good point okay. because, like, ethically, like for example, like when you hear that the Chinese like eat <clears throat> cats and, and dogs, I've or, tried. Them. You know, I feel like they, they have an energy. I don't How know. Was it? Yeah, but it's hypocrisy. So, yeah, I know. So, I know. It's so in their culture, they've they've eaten dogs for you know, like they have the dog festival that every. Oh, okay, but that's but that's dogs. cruel though. Yeah, that's that's they right. treat no, animals. That's just as cruel as mass production of cats. They treat animals. Yeah. Okay. So that's, okay. that's the thing. Okay. It's like, okay. where, 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 like, if you find an animal really cute, like you find octopus really cute, which I also find. No, it's, that's not why I don't eat it, though. That's not why I don't eat it. It's not sure. because I find it cute. Well, it's because there's an energy level where I feel like I can eat a cat for the same level. About that you feel about mm -hmm. that connection, you know? So uh, because we're so used to eat cows, because, you know, you just eat cows, so mm. you don't actually like feel bad about eating a cow. But then you see like, oh, I'm gonna eat a dog. No, oh my God, it's like my best friend. You know? Yeah. Maybe if you had a best friend cow, you wouldn't eat cows. Sure. You know, like. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting because of the uh, as well the culture. Uh, like, I think like, it you depends know, on the Indus, energy level. Indus don't eat cows. On and, how you, you communicate know, with the cow. I think it depends then, on your perception of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that that's what I was trying to say at the beginning here with the difference between the the cannibalism and the actual eating of the animal. Because mm -hmm. I've seen that like the memes come up online and all that stuff, and they like have the the chicken, the cow, the all the other stuff, and then there's like a little line, and yeah, then you've yeah, got yeah. the horse and the mm -hmm. dog and blah blah blah. It's like where do you draw the line? It's like right here. Like I'll eat those other guys over there. Yeah. Yeah, but it but depends why? on the perception There's a lot of, of how you see it. Like Nathan was saying, like he grew up on the farm, and uh, he he saw these animals every day, and and you're comfortable. Not, you're not like you never had any problems with. Um... I mean, I remember we had uh, goats, and uh, and so my and I was I don't know I was like in kindergarten, and I remember uh, walking into I guess kind of like. A warehouse type area and uh my dad actually like he should probably leave because he had just slaughtered uh, the goat and it was hanging to, to oh water, god which was pretty traumatic for yeah. sure i totally saw him, even though he's like so like, you should leave and be like oh, i already saw it yeah for Idolada in indonesia uh you you ritually 
uh, you know, the wealthier families will buy a goat to slaughter at the mosque on Ilada, yeah, which represents yeah, yeah, yeah. when, um, mm-hmm. when, Moses, <clears throat> when Moses, no, not Moses, uh, I'm sorry, who was, who, Muhammad? Muhammad had to slaughter, slaughter his son, oh, uh, in God's name, and uh, then God changed it yeah, to, yeah, 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 so that's, so traditionally we do that, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so wealthier families will buy a goat, to donate to the local mosque that will be slaughtered and oh, to feed okay. the poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So being a better off Indonesian family, we you know, yeah, bought a goat, contributed. but we bought him like a week before. So he was living in our backyard. Oh, we had shit. named him Henry. <laughs> and, oh, my and then at the end of the week when Idolada came, we had to go to the mosque and see him slaughtered. And oh, oh, no. But at the same time, so like, it, it, was, it was devastating, but at the same time, I knew that he was... We treated him so well. Like he, well, I was there personally right. to see how well yeah, he was treated. Yeah, yeah. We petted him every day. We played with him. We gave him a name. He let it go. Okay. And he was yeah. ethically slaughtered. They, they, you know, they say a prayer before they do it. They just yeah. slit their throat, and so he's dead yeah. straight away. And then, yeah, and then they bleed him out. And then yeah. they give the meat to the poor families of the community. So, I was devastated as a kid seeing this, but at the same time, I wasn't as devastated right. as, as yeah. I was because, because I knew because I knew because I knew I feel yeah. like I feel yeah. like um, coming from like an energetic level where you like and this is where the hypocrisy comes in but it's like there's like an energetic exchange that you have with certain living beings and I mean living beings because sometimes you have them with people sometimes you have them with creatures like I saw a, there's like a YouTube video of a fish that literally like like the, the owner owner sticks his hand in the tank and the uh, fish is like wants to pet the and it's like that's weird. Like, I feel like there's a connection or something's going on, you know, and, and I think that there's like an energetic thing where sometimes you understand, like, and, and I've wondered, like, what if animals, if you treat them with respect, then energetically, they're okay with that. Like, they understand, they're like, no, like, we get it. That's the well, chain, the food of chain. So long as I was treated happily, like, you know, and it's like, for me, it's like the abuse. Of course, there's a huge hypocrisy because I'm not double checking where my burgers are coming from, you know? Um, so, you know, I'm, but I do try, I, like, gratefully, I live somewhere where we have the opportunity to kind of source our meat and source it responsibly. Um, but yeah, it's, it can get, it can be expensive in places and difficult. And if you're a poor family that you already have to worry about feeding your five kids, which, you know, like, uh, all of that, when you go to the supermarket and you have a steak that costs you a dollar and you have a steak that costs you five or four or, or even three, you know, like the small difference. But, you know, like if you're feeding a family of five or four, you know, you're like, mm, really? I have to buy the one dollar mm-hmm. one. I always like, know about the whole like organic, it's just like, it's so mm-hmm. classist. Like, especially in the mm-hmm. US, it's like, okay, I shop at Whole Foods classic. and I can feel so great about myself. But yeah. then it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you have to be able to afford that and it's yeah. like, but I mean, the thing is, like, I feel that it's cheaper to buy meat at your local butcher or carnicery. If you want organic. Uh, well, I'm not saying expensive. organic. I'm saying I, I trust uh, butchers more to be sourcing, sure, you know, sure, like, sure, you sure, know, sure, local sure, meat yeah. than, to, you know, well, it's, than it's, a it's, chain. To see how the, the, the system works, like, uh, um, you get, you get like, people like, that have diabetes or people that have, like, all these this, this, this problems where they spend so much money on healthcare that they can't afford healthy food, you know? So it's like, it just becomes a cycle of like, I'm eating bad food that is processed and it's causing me to have all these this problems and then I'm buying all this medicine that is like super expensive. Sure. You know? And now it's time for a musical intermission. This is how it works. It feels a little worse than when we drove our hearse right through that screaming crowd. 
while laughing up a storm until we were just bone until it got so warm that none of us could sleep and all the styrofoam began to melt away we tried to find some worms to aid in the decay but all of them were home inside their catacombs a million ancient bees began to sting our knees this part's so ridiculous while we were on our knees Praying that disease, and then it gets so amazing out of nowhere, would leave the ones we love and never come again. And on the radio, we heard November rain that solos real long, and it's a pretty song. We listened to it twice, cause the DJ was You're young until you're not. You love until you don't. You try until you can't. You laugh until you cry. You cry until you laugh. And everyone must breathe until their dying breath. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our musical intermission. You can download the full song at our Patreon page. So, so I have a theory. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if this is thought before, but I have a theory where um, I think we are in an age where we're switching between primal instincts to conscience. You know, we've, uh, we've, we've became like, we, if you go look at our ancestors, we, we were primitives, you know, we have instincts and you, you look for food and you look to reproduce and stuff. And then we, our brains starting to develop into conscious where we are aware of our existence. We are aware of the things that we do. Um, but I think we are still in the stage where a lot of the instincts rule over our conscious, you know, like, like mating and like Facebook. Like, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, in the whole process of going from primal instincts to enlightened consciousness, of course, there's going to be a weird fuck up along the way of yeah. like trying to figure out transitioning from our primal instincts to enlightened consciousness. Yeah. You know, like so, you know, you're trying to justify them both at the same exactly. time, and it's an interim. So, I, so I think we are in an age where technology rules over uh, a lot of things, but we haven't realized that we still live in worlds where we still have a lot of primal instincts. Mm -hmm. You know. So like uh, uh, mating, for example, you know, I think if you look over like back in the, back in the days where we're cavemen, like, and if you look at uh, other animals, uh, their primal instincts to, to reproduce yeah. or to feed themselves. So like that's, they're going to be their goal. So it's going to rule over a lot of things that they do in their lives. Now we gain conscience about it. So we have, you know, so the concept of cheating. Yeah, we have we have that. We have socializing. We have all these different things that are God introduced to us. So, uh, is that something that are we actually suffering from because we're not aware of it? 
because you don't know that we still have primal instincts versus our 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 consciousness or is it just are we supposed to deal with it i think it changes i think we're you know? suffering from the the truth that you know male and female instincts is to reproduce yeah and then exactly. like enlightened consciousness is to love somebody truly exactly but, exactly. but, but the, being in the yeah. middle we're dealing with this okay i have this instinct to reproduce and that means since i'm in the middle right now i can only uh be attached to one person because yeah. now we're gaining consciousness yeah. and realizing that oh okay that means we have to be committed to one person but, but it's no sure, but the truth exactly. is that we can love everyone and be open and free about it and still and still have that primal instinct to reproduce yeah. and still yeah. love all of our partners yeah. Yeah. like yeah. Uh, so yeah exactly where does love come into versus the instinct of just reproducing well, the thing. Love, love is being dragged down by instinct. instinct is being dragged up by love exactly you know like we have to find so, that but love didn't exist before consciousness exactly exactly and that's why we're, we're, we're learning to happen. deal with that's, the concept of love so with our primal instincts. What does not? that mean if we if we yeah. if we if love didn't exist and uh We'd be consciousness, what does that no, what does that mean about us now? Does that make love more or less real? Uh it, it makes it, it makes it more real. It's real. It's a real thing we have to deal with. Yeah. reality to it. Yeah. Because like for example, on, on different species of animals, there are certain animals like for example, penguins. Um, they, they choose a mate made and for they, life. they made for and life. And lobsters, but is that love or is that just some kind of like, we've had a kid, it's that's all we need. Like, that's exactly. all we need. Because they, they reached that's a point that they, they understood that their genes got to see like it's better to have one partner that you're just going to mate and because you're going to reproduce more. Do they or do they no, just they have the one egg and then that's that. it? They just reproduce. No, because for them, they know or they think that having a, a, a specific partner for their life, it's going to be easier for them to reproduce. You reproduce because that's instinctual. Yes. Humans have sex also to reproduce, but they also enjoy it. So I got a question for you. When you actually see a lion killing a, a, a zebra, for example, who do you feel bad about? Zebra. What about the lion? What if the lion doesn't kill the zebra? He doesn't get food. Go zebra! I don't feel bad for the lion. The lion's winning in this situation. What if he doesn't get I feel bad for the zebra because he's being consumed. But what if the lion doesn't get the zebra every day? I understand that the lion needs to eat, but the lion isn't hurting in this situation. Yes, but if he's not killing the zebra every day for a year, but he's killing the zebra. The question is though, the question here is that if the lion learns to eat pomegranates, rephrase. So a lion needs to kill a zebra to eat. What if, situation? Not necessarily. We should. Can Nathan be the lion? This is the, the only zebra. thing I'm, I'm trying to say here. No, no. I understand where you're going here, and the lion has much more leeway to does eat he? that fucking zebra. Does yes, he? he does because that's how he fucking survives. Okay. Okay. If, you survive. watch, if you watch Planet the Earth, difference, if you watch the okay. difference here is that I will eat that 18-ounce porterhouse steak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you guys. Great, I'm glad. Um, and so here's the question. The question is, do you guys feel like you have a life philosophy that you follow in your day-to-day -day basis? And I would like to hear from Weezy first. Fuck yeah, a resident Jew. Resident Jew. Resident vegetarian. Okay. 
think about this. I don't, there's not like one philosophy that's like I wake up. I'm like I'm going to achieve this. I'm like working towards this one goal. Not a goal. Not a goal. Yeah. But a but, but a how to live. Yeah. Okay. yeah. How to live. I guess it's kind of like a Ten Commandments sort of thing in in my mind, almost like. In what way? Like where you have the ten rules? You mean? Or? Yeah, like not not a specific one, but it, like I don't think there's a all encompassing one. But Were they there's decided like a, by you or they influenced by someone else? Kind of both. Because like yeah. when you were asking okay. the question before, of like okay, um, if not religion, how do you develop morals or something like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like thinking about when I was a kid. A lot of it for me was like stories, uh, True. story like. Fables. Yeah, fables and stories oh, and just like, yeah. but, and, and I think that's like a big part of empathic development too, of like sure. developing an understanding oh, of like how other people feel and how my actions are going to affect them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important because I actually do genuinely believe that like, unless you're, you know, there is a real thing as psychopaths who like don't have no empathy. Yeah, yeah, sure. like, mm-hmm. oh, but like, I think at, at a fundamental human level, like, we don't want to hurt others. Like, I don't know. I, I would like to think we don't want to hurt others. Um, so that's like a big thing for me. Like, yeah, we just like, I benefit from the well being of other people around me. And mm-hmm. I don't think people could argue that like, they feel great when everyone else around them suffers. So thank you so much for listening tonight. If you guys liked it, please subscribe, follow, you know, the drill, like, tell about your friends. Yeah. Midnight falafel, um, which we never went over the name. We need to go over that. And um, thank you for being here tonight. Comment, follow, like, subscribe, all that stuff. And say goodnight. Thank you, guys. Hello. Good night.